0: The midterm elections are just days away, and constitutional amendments addressing abortion are on the ballot in California, Kansas, Kentucky, Michigan, Montana, and Vermont. I'll have an update. Also, The Guardian newspaper published an article using doctored pictures of unborn babies that are intended to dehumanize preborn children. I'll respond to that article today on The Mark Harrington Show. Activist Radio, The Mark Harrington Show, is brought to you by Created Equal, and you can donate to our ministry by going to createdequal.org. And if you like the program, share the program. We're on all the popular podcasting platforms and over the air across America on terrestrial radio, you can find out more by going to markherringtonshow.com. Well, we're gonna be giving an update on the constitutional amendments that are going on across the country. I have spent some time on the program talking about the one in California. And of course we've been talking about what's been going on in Michigan as well. I've had um, my counterpart up there, Kristen Polo from Protect Live Michigan on the show a couple of times. But today we're going to focus on Kentucky, which is the state directly south of my home state here, Ohio. Of course, we're based in Columbus, because there's also a constitutional amendment on the ballot, and we want to talk about that. And so my guest today is Adia Wushner. She is the executive director of Kentucky Right to Life. Adia, thanks for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come on the program.
1: Thank you, Mr. Harrington, for having us on today and allowing me to talk about this issue and. The firestorm that's raging through Kentucky right
0: now. Well, I bet it is, and a lot of us were watching closely what happened in Kansas. And of course, as I mentioned to the in the intro of the program here, there are uh, constitutional amendments on the ballot in California, Kansas, Kentucky, Michigan, Montana, and Vermont. Of course, only well, Kansas of course has already been done, but Kentucky, and I assume Montana are pro-life. Uh, uh, amendments, but we've got Michigan, Vermont, and California, which are pro-abortion. Let's talk about your amendment there in Kentucky. Uh, it's on the ballot, but if it, but if you would give us a little history, during uh, right before Roe versus Wade, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but your legislature passed a trigger law which would go into effect if Roe were overturned. Is that is that accurate?
1: That's correct. Actually, it was passed two years ago by the General Assembly, and okay. uh, and it really supports where Kentucky was, where we've always been as mm-hmm. a state. Uh, since 1910, uh, they passed their first, put into law their first uh, pro-life or valuing life uh, uh, law, and that basically supported life and had the exception for the life of the mother or her bodily harm in 1910. Reaffirmed and reaffirmed, and of course Roe Kind of put all that at bay. Trigger law restores.
0: So, so that went into effect once DeRoe was overturned and it was upheld in the courts, and that currently is being enforced in the state. Is that right?
1: Yes, but we're in we're okay. in the courts. Uh, it okay. was ruled the uh, it was an interpretation. There may be a right to abortion. ACLU, Planned Parenthood, and EMW, which is an abortion clinic here in Louisville, right? Um, in court. We um, so what happened is the life of the child post road in Kentucky was volleyed back and forth. One day they were closed, one day they were open. Right now until this constitutional amendment, one week after the election, we will be back in the courts to defend that law and hopefully be able to keep that law in place.
0: Okay. So let's talk about the constitutional amendment. Uh what does it what does it do? Cuz there's a lot of a okay. lot of information out there. Want to make sure that we're getting it from the people that put it together. So tell us what it actually does and what it, it doesn't is, do.
1: It is as simple as it is profound. And what it basically says is that in the Kentucky constitution, amending the con- a section of the constitution, basically in less than 30 words, that it would affirm that there is no right to secure an abortion or the funding thereof. That's a kind of a, a rough right. synopsis, but that is basically mm-hmm. what it does. So mm-hmm. it enshrines into, it protects the constitution From this battle that we've seen on a national level, allowing not adjudicating from the bench and and interpreting rights where there are none in Kentucky, but allowing the lawmakers to make the laws and the policies that impact uh, women and unborn children here in the Commonwealth of Kentucky.
0: Yeah. And what I like about it is it's just simple language. Let me read it to you. It says this. To protect human life, nothing in this Constitution shall be construed to secure or protect a right to abortion or require the funding of abortion. I don't think you can get any simpler than that. I don't think there should be any confusion to the voters. Uh, they can't claim that it's in, you know it's it's confusing. It's simply stated. And what you're trying to do there is prevent another Roe v. Wade of Kentucky. Basically, you know, we're going to trying to clarify what the uh, your Constitution says, right?
1: Exactly. But there is a lot. For whatever reason, the op- the opposition has a lot of money coming in from other states: Massachusetts, California, New York. Former Mayor of course. New York, Bloomberg. And with mm. that money, they can buy confusion. They can. Not only confuse their side, but they are also confusing our side because they're able to advertise at an at, at a rate that is unbelievable, confusing mm-hmm. good women on what the constitutional amendment says and what it isn't. Mostly saying that we're banning all abortions, and that is simply not true.
0: Right, right. Well, you know that's how they try to do it: just muddy the waters enough so people will defer to a no vote, right? Because they don't yeah. have to. They don't have to prove people say you know vote vote no just because it's hard to understand uh if you would mr producer go ahead and cue up this is the the video one of your uh one of your campaign videos that's currently playing on television in kentucky go ahead and play that clip
1: radical out-of-state activists want to spend your tax dollars on late-term abortions even up to the moment of birth this November, you can stop them by voting yes on amendment number 2, which stops taxpayer-funded late-term abortions. Vote yes on amendment number 2 to stop your tax dollars from being spent on late-term abortions. Yes on number 2, the reasonable common sense vote. This message paid for by Yes for Life.
0: I love the yes on 2. It's just simple, you know, it's it's easy for voters to understand. And you're basically saying, don't let the extremists, the pro-abortion extremists, get away with trying to redefine what the Constitution of, uh, of, of Kentucky says. Uh, so your opposition, obviously, is trying to scare people. That's what they do best, right? They try to put fear in people's minds and hearts and lie. So, Mr. Producer, go ahead and play this clip. This is the opposition that is the pro-abortion side. And this is basically their uh, angle of attack against the amendment. Go and play that clip.
1: Everyone hopes for a healthy pregnancy and baby. That wasn't my story. We had multiple tests and doctor visits. We wanted this baby, but both me and the baby were at risk. Amendment two means no abortions, no exceptions. Kentucky politicians don't understand their mandate will put women's lives in danger. It's an impossible decision. I can't imagine a politician making it for me. Amendment two goes too far. Please, for our family and yours, vote no.
0: You know, tugging at the heartstrings there, right? (laughs) I mean, there's nothing. I, I just read the simple language to this constitutional amendment. There's nothing in there about any of what they're claiming, right?
1: None, none at all. And, you know, I have to say, Mr. Harrington, as, not only as the uh, executive director for Kentucky Right to Life, but also as a former OB nurse, I can mm-hmm. tell you that this isn't true. And right. also as a legislators, legislators make policy, even in the policy of Kentucky, the law right. would, is there to protect the life of the mother. So mm-hmm. they construed this, and they take a very emotional uh, issue, a pregnancy loss or miscarriage or topic pregnancy, and they mm-hmm. fold it into a very emotional, powerful message that tugs at the heartstrings, and it's disingenuous, and it's simply not true.
0: Exactly. And basically what this, this amendment of the Constitution would say, that it just says that the Constitution of Kentucky does not uh, confer the right to abortion. That's it. And allows it up to the people through their legislature to decide what to do. Is that correct?
1: The very Yes, the very people that they trust to be their voice in a representative exactly. form of government in Frankfurt, which would be our capital. Uh, mm-hmm. As I said, I'm a former legislator and have worked on some of the dis, dismemberment abortion. We still mm-hmm. passed that in 2018 when I was in the House. We were still in the courts on the federal side fighting up fighting that issue a very brutal form of abortion until Roe was overturned. But all of those issues will come back to play here in Kentucky as they try to invent a right to abortion in the Constitution.
0: As it should be. I mean, pro-choice people should be for choice. If they should be for choice when it comes to the people deciding about what type of laws they want on abortion. Uh, They just don't want a vote. They don't want to vote. They want judges to decide because if they put it up for a vote, they know they're going to lose, especially in a state like Kentucky. I'm talking to Adia Wushner. She is the director, executive director for Kentucky Right to Life, leading this campaign in Kentucky, Yes for Life. Uh, and if you're interested in supporting her work and trying to get this constitutional amendment passed in Kentucky, We're running out of time, friends. Uh, November 8th is coming fast. We're only days away, really. And, of course, early voting, I assume, is taking place in Kentucky. You can support this by going to yesforlifeky.com. That's yesforlifeky.com. So uh, let's talk about where you think the campaign is. Give us an update on, I know this is asking you to peer into your crystal ball a little bit. Has there been any polling done on the amendment? We have actually put
1: all the money, sir, into running the campaign. We knew we would be gotcha. outspent. And when we talk about Yes for Life, Yes for Life. Actually, I um, am honored to chair what's called the Yes for Life Alliance, and it really is a partnership of the churches of Kentucky Baptists, of the Catholic, of the Family Foundation, Sisters for Life, Coming, and Kentucky Right to Life, in all of our chapters. And The people who value life in Kentucky formed this alliance, and we're everyone is working day and night. We have been in every community, whether it's on the political side. We've done rallies with pastors. Pastors are working through their churches. Uh, The archbishops, the four bishops of Kentucky, have come on board, and 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 the faithful are putting and all our organizations. We're putting all we have into this campaign. Again, knowing the likelihood from the very beginning that we would be over outspent because of the money of outside dollars coming in.
0: Right, and that's often the case, of course, because they have blood money. They they are able to raise money because they kill children, kill children, and they kill children, and that rate, you know, that that raises money for them. The pro abortion groups are always going to be well funded as long as abortion's legal, and we and are we, an right. Industry. It's an industry. That's right.
1: And they have one, you know, mission. They may talk about their other missions in healthcare uh, and women's right. health, but they have a mission, and that mission is terminating the life. Of a child mm-hmm. within the womb of their mother, and I think over time, over forty-nine years in a row, we've sort of sanitized abortion. So I always begin my mm-hmm. first com- verse debate with them on what is abortion. Let's let's go back yeah. to what we're really talking about.
0: Right, right, and and we on the pro-life side, the winning side, are uh, we're we're asking people to give sacrificially. Uh, this is out of our own the goodness of our heart. So friends, if you want to support the work of uh, Kentucky Right to Life and the Yes for Life campaign, you can go to yesforlifeky.com and give. Uh, Adia, how can someone get involved? If they want to be, uh, say, a door-to-door person and go around, do the deployments, whatever you need volunteer-wise here in the last days of the campaign, where can they get a hold of you?
1: You know, they can go to info at yesforlifeky.com. They can call our office at Kentucky Right to Life. And that number is 502-895-5959. That will immediately actually, if we're not in the office, this is how critical it is. It bounces immediately to my cell phone. They will get me and we'll link them up with, you know, Family Foundation or one of our partners, depending on whatever we have going on here around the state.
0: So friends, if you want to support the work financially, go to yesforlifeky.com or you can contact Kentucky Right to Life directly by going to their website and if you want to volunteer to to get out to vote and help, you know, people get to the polls or whatever it is or go door to door, Kentucky Right to Life will be able to assist you. Adia, uh, thanks for being on the program. We'll be pay- praying for you and all of Kentucky here on this critical vote coming November 8th. God bless you. Thank you, you,
1: Mr. Harrington, and God is sovereign. Thank you.
0: Amen, he is. So, friends, I want to switch gears here a little bit and talk about this article that was in the Guardian magazine, this newspaper in Britain, which is a liberal rag. It's a leftist pro-abortion periodical that is uh, published in Britain, And it made news here in the United States, especially in the anti-abortion movement, because The Guardian, like any other pro-abortion organization, wants to hide the truth about what abortion is. And so what they did is they published this article with uh, photographs from an organization, a pro-abortion organization, supposedly showing First Trimester Aborted Babies, Fetuses and Embryos. And if you, and we're gonna show these folks, uh, if you're watching the program, uh, you can see this. But this is from the MYA Network. This is a pro-abortion network. And they use this to to create this article. And uh, the reason why it was controversial, because if you look at the pictures, they aren't pictures of first trimester aborted babies. Uh, this is fake news. It's just fake news. And this is what pro-abortion people do. They hide the news, uh, the truth about abortion. That's what they do because if abortion is what it is and we show the pictures all the time, pro-abortion people have a really hard case to make because we know that they're human when we show the photos. So uh, Dr. Joan Fleischman. Fleischman from the MIA network said this, and they admit in the webpage that shows these photos that they're doctored, that they're cleaned up. Says this, uh, this is Dr. Joan Fleischman. Sometimes patients want to see the tissue after an abortion. I guess that's true. That seems awfully disgusting to me that people kill their baby and they want to see it, see it. But I guess, you know, this is America 2022 or Britain in 2022. They're stunned by what it actually looks like. I don't know why, why they're stunned. I mean, this is a baby and we all know what's going on in pregnancy. That's when I realized how much the imagery on the Internet, and they're referring to pro-life anti-abortion imagery, and on placards, she says, and on placards. She's referring to groups like Created Equal showing human-like qualities at this stage of development has really permeated the culture. So this is really interesting and instructive to folks like myself. It tells me that we are winning in getting the photographs in front of the American people through placards and through the Internet. And they felt compelled to come out with their own photographs of uh, babies in utero to try to uh, come against the anti-abortion movement. And then on the website for the Mayan, Maya Network, they say this, and I quote, We rinsed off the blood and removed the menstrual lining in preparation for these videos. What you see here is the gestational sac alone. So they admit to doctoring them. They admit to cleaning them up, washing off the blood, getting rid of the menstrual lining. You won't find the embryo or fetus in the photos. They removed the baby, it appears, from the uh, gestational sac, and they just left the gestational sac there. So this is the pro-abortion movement doing what they do best, and that is lie. About abortion. Now, if you want to see real abortion images and prenatal photographs, you can go to createdequal.org. Createdequal.org, we have a gallery of uh, uh, babies in utero, uh, prenatal photos, and abortion photos along with video as well. And these aren't doctored. These are just the truth of the matter. And you can go to createdequal.org to see those. But what they're trying to do here at The Guardian is normalize abortion and make it seem like they're not killing, if you have an abortion, you're not killing an unborn baby. And in response, my colleague here, Titus Meyer, wrote up an article that was published on Life News at lifenews.com entitled, Pro-Abortion Group Admits None of the Guardian Photos Were of Unborn Babies. And you can pick that up by going to lifenews.com or I'll post it on my social media platforms. And so let me just wrap this up in conclusion and say this. Pro-abortion people are going to publish fake news about abortion. They're going to use fake images. They're going to doctor them uh, when it comes to prenatal photos or abortion photos. We get that because they need to hide the evidence. But here's the issue pro-lifers do it too all the time. In fact, most pro-life groups, the vast majority of pro-life groups refuse to publish abortion photos and refuse to use abortion imagery and video in outreach. So we can say what we wish about the pro-abortion movement, hiding abortion, But the truth of the matter is the pro-life movements are working just as hard to do the very same thing for different reasons, I submit to you. Uh, The reason why the pro-abortion people do it is because they don't want people to know what abortion is. The reason why pro-lifers do it is because they're afraid about how they might be treated or viewed, that they won't be liked, they won't be popular and they'll be shut down on social media, and they won't be asked to come to the galas and the banquets, and they, they won't be giving the speaking platforms at Pregnancy Resource Center banquets and Right to Life organization trainings and so forth and so on, which is true, you won't, because I don't, because I show abortion for what it is in the public square and on, online. I rarely get invited to anything uh, pro-life to speak. And that's because people like me are hated. If you expose injustice, you will be hated for what you're doing. You won't be liked. And we believe in the movement, unfortunately, that you need to be liked in order to be effective. And that's just flat out wrong. Social reformers have always been hated. That's always been the case. What we need to make sure is do people hate the injustice? If, we, if they hate me and they hate the injustice, that's a trade-off I'm willing to take, for sure. Um, and debating abortion without using visuals is like trying to fix a car, like a mechanic who tries to fix an automobile without using wrenches. Now, what I mean by that is visuals, whether they're prenatal visuals, Abortion visuals, whether they're uh, pictures or video, are indispensable in the debate over abortion. They are our best evidence. And if we don't use them, it's like a car repair person, a mechanic, not using a wrench to fix a car. It is our best, uh, best piece of evidence. And if we don't use it, we're relying on our own rhetorical abilities. And I can tell you this. I'm a good debater on abortion, but I'm not good enough to overcome or compensate for what a picture can communicate at a glance. We are not going to win the argument and debate over abortion by words alone, friends. We're not. We can't. We've got to show what abortion is, the unvarnished truth of abortion. That means using victim images Prenatal images in the public square and as much as possible on social media. We can't be part of the cover up. And most of the pro life movement is covering up abortion because they want to be liked. They think they need to be liked to be effective. They don't want to jeopardize their platforms, their opportunities to speak and be known. And it's become more about them and not about abortion. We can't expect to outlaw abortion or outlaw anything like uh, abortion, if the people that we're trying to change their minds on don't know what it is, it makes sense. And still to this day, Americans don't know what abortion looks like, and it's because pro-life activists are unwilling to show it. So our movement needs to begin to use victim images more and more, and thankfully they are. Protect Life Michigan, Survivors of the Abortion Holocaust, Defend Life. Uh, we've got a group out in California called uh, Protect Life. We've got others around the country and around the world that are beginning to use abortion victim photography and video in the public square. And we're making an impact there. And if you don't believe me, I mean, this, this individual, Dr. Joan Fleischman, says that because of the imagery on the Internet and placards, uh, it's all over the place, and that, so we're making some impact there. So I want to exhort you, friends, get some uh, of our resources. You can go to our store at createdequal.org, or you can go to markharringtonshow.com, and you can order our uh, drop cards, our pamphlets, our postcards, our signs themselves, which are three by four placards, if you will. And you can begin to expose abortion yourself just by using these resources. So, friends, thanks for tuning in to Activist Radio, The Mark Harrington Show. We'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America. And remember, America, to bless God.